That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Your coordination and balance build to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like... This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Hi, I'm Taylor Camille, senior producer here at Well and Good, and today we are talking about sunscreen. And if you're listening from a time or location that is not currently in a summer season, that's irrelevant because sunscreen application and skin protection is relevant all year long. For myself growing up, I remember getting sunscreen vigorously applied to me as a kid by the pool or at the beach, but I also remember this prevalent notion shared by my peers that because we were Black, we didn't need sunscreen, that our skin wouldn't burn or peel like our non-Black counterparts. Safe to say, Black might not crack, but I have learned from my own experience that it definitely does burn, and it definitely does peel. Aloe vera will swiftly become your very best friend if you stay out in the sun too long. Today, we're talking to experts who have not only discovered how to forge their own paths in skincare and sun safety, but who are also expanding this conversation, contributing to making sunscreen products more inclusive, especially when it comes to communities of color, and bridging the information gap that exists on the risk that comes with not embracing sunscreen in our everyday routines. We were taught right off the bat that being Black is like our superpower. Like, you're, you're never going to get burned. And I can't ever remember anyone that I knew that was my complexion getting a sunburn. That's Shantae Lundy, owner and creator of Black Girl Sunscreen, which all started with a Google search after Shantae couldn't find sunscreen that didn't cast a white tint on her skin. I grew up in a diverse neighborhood, but I went to school in a predominantly white neighborhood. So I would see other kids put on sunscreen and I knew what it was, but in my household, we didn't use the word sunscreen, nor did we even own a bottle of sunscreen. My mother would slather us with baby oil and just tell us to go outside and play. Our primary concern was not being ashy our skin to be moisturized. So it didn't have anything with being protected from the sun. It was just like, as soon as you get out of the shower, don't forget to put lotion on your elbows, your knees, your toes, your ankles, right? All the places that could get real real rough real quick. And the gap is the lack of education and then black and brown folks not going to the dermatologist because lack of resources. And then 
there aren't dermatologists that mirror them. So if there are not that many Black dermatologists, then I don't know if I'm going to the doctor. A doctor we would all be lucky to go to is Dr. Adeline Keekum. I'm Dr. Adeline Keekum. I'm a board-certified dermatologist out of Texas. And some of you may know me more as Brown Skin Derm on Instagram that I use to educate, especially on skin of color, which is one of my passions and making sure that skincare information is accessible to all people of diverse background and not just any kind of skincare information, but evidence-based skincare information. So I give a lot of advice and tips from my standpoint as a board-certified dermatologist in this area and from my experience treating skin disorders. Growing up, I struggled with finding information on how to care for my skin as a Black woman. So what products to use, what to avoid, why Black skin was so prone to hyperpigmentation. And naturally, in medical school, I was drawn to dermatology as a specialty given those personal struggles. In the books that we use in residencies, we're not as represented. I don't think I've ever seen a sunburn in a Black person in any of my dermatologic textbooks, really showing different skin diseases and skin conditions. So you can see that already there is like a structural systemic problem. That's why it's important that many Black derms, you know, use social media to breach that gap and shrink that lack of awareness we have when it comes to our skincare. I was encouraged to create Brown Skin Derm to include us in conversations about dermatologic conversations that force us as a community to evaluate what beauty means for people of color, how the media defines it, how companies marketed, how we consume it, and how the medical community studies it and treats this condition. Not just focusing on like how to layer skincare products, but really diving into how people consume and people perceive and utilize skincare products and beauty in general. On social, you use brown skin friendly report card for like different yes. products. So what are some of the qualifications of products? What do they need to have to be brown skin friendly, generally speaking? The brown skin friendly one really pertains to the cosmesis, how the final look of that sunscreen is on, on darker skin tones, because one of the deterrents to use a sunscreen in our community is how it looks on skin when they put it on and it's just like they've put on talcum powder and it looks so unappealing nobody wants to look like that you know appearance is very important there's a struggle with finding sunscreens especially mineral sunscreens that are cosmetically appealing on skin of color I focus on mineral sunscreens because mineral sunscreens is where the issue really is. With chemical sunscreens um, that use um, organic filters, you don't really have that problem. The majority of sunscreens in stores today, online, everywhere are mostly chemical sunscreens. But mineral sunscreens have some great benefits that we love as dermatologists. They are less likely to be irritating to skin. In our community, we have sun-sensitive conditions like lupus that are more prevalent in skin of color. And you want to really be careful what type of products you recommend for people with some of these conditions. Doing the BSF report card is also a way to say, hey, you have a great product. 
It's wonderful, it's non-comedogenic, it's fragrance-free, it's great for sensitive skin. But can you do something as part of the formulation to make this suitable for darker skin tones? Many brands are catching on to that. I don't think I have one brand. There's no one perfect sunscreen. There's some brands on the US side, like Supergoop. I love Venus Williams Unrivaled Sun Serum. It's very lightweight and very moisturizing to me. And then I like Isden. It's a 50 SPF. Very lightweight as well. So easy to put on skin and layer other skincare products. I'm just hoping that we get to see more of those. Yeah, definitely. Okay, speaking of Supergoop. So does Supergoop pass the brown skin friendly report card? Yes, it does. I reviewed one of your products the Supergoop Mineral Share Sunscreen SPF of 30. And that was an A- minus in my report card. <laughs> it's a wonderful sunscreen, and many people can vouch that it was really good. When you want to change the way the world thinks about sunscreen, very quickly you can realize and recognize that the world doesn't have the same skin color type tone concern. That's Holly Thaggard. I'm the SPF-obsessed brand founder of Supergoop. I first became inspired to change the way the world thinks about sunscreen after a close friend was diagnosed with skin cancer. We were 29. My good close college friend was going through her residency in dermatology, and she said, Holly, it's not about the beach and bikinis. It is about that little bit of every single day exposure that's cumulative. For your friend, it happened at a much younger age. But for most people, it's much later in life. And if that's not bad enough, 90% of the signs of aging come from exposure to the sun. Skin cancer doesn't discriminate. And the UVA rays penetrate in all skin colors. And we've always known that. They come through the window. They're present on cloudy days. They're present on the 4th of July and on Christmas. I think really delivering the education, ensuring that everyone is aware of their need to protect themselves. I didn't think about SPF growing up, and it was honestly out of college when I was a a third grade school teacher for one short year. When I thought back on that time in the classroom, and I realized that this was a healthy habit, we are not teaching our youth like we are brushing your teeth and washing your hands before lunch and wearing a bicycle helmet. This was one of those habits that was not taught from an early age. As a community, this is not a habit that we are used to doing or even a conversation that we're used to having. It is better now than it was before, I think. But I didn't grow up with any concept of using sunscreen or sun protection or understanding what having more melanin in my skin meant. If anything, if I was ever told to get out of the sun, it was more cultural issues that had to do with colorism. We don't want you to get darker, you know, because light skin is perceived as being beautiful, but not necessarily for the health implications of not being under the sun. Mm -hmm. And also the misconceptions and the myths that we have about black skin, that melanin is all protective and we don't need sunscreen and we don't sunburn. We don't get skin cancers. Melanin helps in protecting us from the sun, but it's not all protective. All those tie into the misinformation and the lack of awareness that is pervasive in the community. We still need a sunscreen with an SPF of 30 and above. All skin types can get skin cancers. I've diagnosed melanomas in people of color in darker skin types. Sometimes in the way we describe black skin or darker skin tones, we make it 
seem like it's all protective. And we don't talk about it. We don't share those stories of people that are getting skin cancers because they expose themselves long enough in the sun. Shantae shares her own experience. Before the Black Girl Magic movement and being proud of your complexion and who you are, I have a darker skin complexion. And growing up, like, that wasn't considered beautiful. Dark-skinned girls weren't pretty. So it was never that I wanted to ever be anything other than I was. I just didn't want to get darker. So if my friends and I were going to go to a pool party or a barbecue, my first question is, will there be shade? Right. Is there going to be an awning? Okay, I guess I'm going to have to pay $25 for that pricey beach umbrella. I didn't start really even wearing sunscreen until I was a, a full-grown adult. And I started wearing it because I created it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I wondered how can we get people talking about and wearing sunscreen before they reach adult age? And in what ways are innovators like Shantae and Holly already leading the charge in encouraging and educating the next generation? Starting with the youth is... I believe where it's at. We have an internship program about to kick off. And our goal there is A, to motivate young people just in life, right? Like, hey, come and work, do something productive with your time, you know, see what you love or you dislike within the business world. But then we're also teaching them about sun safety and what the business does, right? But Mm -hmm. we're starting with high schoolers so they can talk to their friends, their demo about, hey, you know, you should probably protect your skin because their buying power is so strong, right? Mm -hmm. That it's important to get the younger population on team sunscreen side. We now fund Supergoop in school classrooms across America. We will put a pump in any school classroom that calls us, our little 18-ounce pump, so that children have access on the school playground during the school day. And we've been really starting to think more about how we can serve those underserved communities because this is a completely complimentary program. It's only supported because we've spent the last 16 years building our business at retail. And we've also worked to change state laws that allow SPF in schools. We're now um, up to 20 states that now do not think of SPF as an over-the-counter drug and allow children to carry it in their backpack, allow us to put these pumps into the classrooms. And that was not an easy thing that we've done over the last decade. It was slow moving. But when you think about cancer epidemics, how many cancers can we collectively stop without any knowledge other than putting a magic lotion on our body? 
And that's pretty profound when you think about this next generation, Gen Z and the millennials, just by wearing SPF every single day, you can collectively stop a cancer epidemic. That one in five scary number will turn into one in 500, one in 5,000 as you reach 60, 70 years old when we start to see more people having skin cancers. In addition to educating the next generation early on, Dr. Keekum reminds us that media and marketing both play a huge part in bridging this gap. Media is very important in shaping perceptions and narratives. In advertising, when it comes to sunscreen, traditionally, Black people have not been featured. They have not been represented in the marketing, right? Whether it's on TV or whether it's in ads and magazines. Maybe now we have some of that, but that also affects your consciousness. You watch a TV ad or you see a billboard Or if you even go to an amusement park, right, you see a family on there putting on sunscreen. It's not a black or brown family. It's not even a multi-race family. It's a white family. There's just so many gaps, right? And I I spoke about three different industries on how black and brown people have just been completely, you know, ignored and not included in the conversation and research. One of the challenges that Black Girl Sunscreen had when launching was finding data on, you know, how many Black people or how many Black women wear sunscreen. There is no data. We're just tracking that. Yeah, Yeah. no one's tracking it. Like, so how many households, you know, minority households purchase sunscreen? No data. I know it sounds really wild, (laughs) but that was a, a challenge. And most recently, Black Girl Sunscreen, we were in a national Target commercial that has reached millions of people, like we know it because I've looked at the data, that will say, hey, there's a product for, you know, multiracial, biracial, just people of color in a national retailer, promoting togetherness and wellness. And then, of course, educating on on sun safety. You know, we have billboards across the United States just saying, hey, black does crack, being very direct. And, you know, with that type of marketing, it's supposed to stop you dead in your tracks to make you aware. Today, the world does look very different than it looked in 2002. If we don't inspire consumer behavior change, it's not going to happen. How do we encourage reapplication? How do we encourage application for athletes, for people with dark and black skin tones? When I started on this journey and I couldn't get a publicist to take desk sides with me back then outside of January through June, because that's when the media was writing about SPF. It was making some hard decisions along the way that were like, no, if we're going to de-seasonalize the category, we have to talk to the media and those that can amplify and put a megaphone to our message. Because if it doesn't feel great on the skin, if it doesn't work with your skin color, if it doesn't you know, work with your lifestyle or your climate, then you're not going to wear it every single day. So it's obvious that appearance plays a major role in changing our behavior. I wondered why Shantae thinks it's important our products give us a glow and what we can collectively do to continue to bring awareness to practicing sun safety and making room for more inclusive products. If it doesn't make you feel good and look good, then it doesn't serve a purpose in my opinion. And that's why Black Girl Sunscreen, one of the reasons why we need to exist right now is because women of color can go to the beach and still wear their makeup. You know, not all girls get in the water. They just go just to lay out or, Mm -hmm. you know, hang out with their friends and style and profile in their new bikini, right? Mm -hmm. 
So now there's not an issue of like, how do I do both? How do I protect my skin, but still, you know, maybe not overdo it, but still look and feel confident, right? We give you that. We give you that inspo. We give you that confidence. We give you that glow. When you bring awareness to these issues and nobody's going to bring awareness if you're not passionate about them. I feel like that's my voice to be passionate about this category and that we need the innovation. We know there's no one size fits all SPF. We believe in options for everyone. We need rules to change that are antiquated and we need access to fabulous products. It's going to take more than one group. It's going to involve the industry in general and all the players within the industry, right? Mm -hmm. From those who are formulating the skincare brands to really center everybody, making sure that it's purposeful formulation of skincare products and making sure that you're thinking about everyone that's going to use your skincare products. The best sunscreen is the one you would use. So whether chemical or mineral sunscreen, the idea is find something that you would use and use consistently. So that's what's more important. I personally will be lathering myself in all the glowing sheer SPF white cast free products, not only this summer, but in every season and beyond. I will be looking into booking an appointment with a dermatologist to check all the moles and birthmarks from top to bottom and be more proactive about finding ways to support my skin health while encouraging others to do the same. On today's show, you heard from Dr. Adeline Keekum, Shante Lundy, and Holly Thaggard. This episode was produced by Ella Dove, Kate Spees, and myself, Taylor Camille, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share with a friend. Mixing and scoring by our sound engineer, Joanna Samuel, and our theme music was created by Madeline Lakomsky and Matt DiDomenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette. Special thanks to Jess Friedman, Ali Short, Jen Snyder, and Cassie Wolfe.